hail and well met. Welcome to another episode of Self-Evidence. My name is Jenna and with me are Kiana Rose, Eliana, Alyssa, and Brynn. And this episode we are going to be focusing on the major holiday in November. Which Black Friday? It, oh, Kenna. Kenna, no. No. What? Thanksgiving. It's oh, Thanksgiving. I did the wrong research. Oh, well, ah. that's... Okay, so Sorry. we're going to be back <laughs> next week with an, actual <laughs> with an actual opening for the podcast. All that to say, um, we're here to talk about Thanksgiving, the origins of it, uh, why we should be celebrating it, why sh- it should be a bigger deal in the culture than it actually is. Um, so I think we should first start out with how Thanksgiving came to be. Eliana, do you have us covered in that section, or did you do Black Friday history as well? Well, thankfully, I did Thanksgiving. I wasn't quite oh, sure, God. but but I. Uh, One yeah. of us was you listening to the meeting notes. <laughs> hey. Yeah, so the first official celebration of what we know to be Thanksgiving took place in 1621. Uh, the pilgrims had been to this new world not much more than a year. They landed at Cape Cod in uh, 1620. And so they came to America seeking freedom of religion, among other things, but mainly just the ability to be able to worship and praise God um, in the way that they desired to. Okay. So that first year, though, had been filled with so many trials, so much pain, and that winter, about uh, at least 50 of them. So over 50 of them died from sickness. Mm. So you just think of massive trials um, surrounding them. But thankfully, the next year was much better. They met a Native American, and his name was Squanto. And luckily for them, he spoke English. He was of the Wampanoag tribe, and he translated for them. And so with that, he was able to show them how to grow their food and he really guided them on how to live in this uh, new strange world that they were calling home. And uh, ultimately, he connected them to Chief Massasoit. I believe is how you pronounce it, Massasoit, uh, the chief of the I'm Wampanoag. I'm not going to correct you. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> the None chief of, of the Wampanoag uh, tribe. And so both the pilgrims and the Native Americans who were from the Wampanoag tribe were able to live in harmony with one another, kind of um, pass through each other's homes and lands and that sort of thing and it was just it was very much a peaceful uh peaceful relationship that i think both sides really benefited from Mm -hmm. Uh, according to dr eddie hyatt uh, he's a part of the 1726 project he says that the first thanksgiving was attended by an approximate equal number of english pilgrims and native americans and after yeah governor bradford announced the day of thanksgiving Word of the event soon spread to their Native American friends. So when the day arrived, not only were there individual natives, but Massasoit arrived with 90 of his people. That's incredible. And he brought five dressed deer to oh, add to them. Because I was right? thinking of all things, all the uh, pioneer women going, what are we going to feed these people? <laughs> what are we going to do? Yeah, and so five dressed deer to add to the That's meals, a lot of meat. right, that the that pilgrims had prepared. And so Thanksgiving Day served as a treaty for um, the pilgrims and this tribe for the next 54 years, actually. That's so cool. Right? And I actually believe that the treaty was officially signed in March, but um, or at least some sources I looked at said that. We're going to have an annual meal together to show that we still like each other. Well, (laughs) yes, except for they actually didn't celebrate um, Thanksgiving again until 1623. Uh, 
after a long drought. So um, even the so the original Thanksgiving, uh, the one that happened in 1621, was celebrated to thank God. And so they, it wasn't just like a... It wasn't just a treaty. It was... Um, exactly. And it wasn't just like It was like an a, offering. Exactly. It wasn't just like a we're thankful for this... Um, everything that we have this it was friendship it was exact praised god it was directly related to thanking god so um elder william brewster actually prayed and lifted uh lifted the meal and everything up to god in praise which i think could have been a great testimony for the native americans Absolutely. there with them right and so uh the next thanksgiving was celebrated in 1623 and uh back according to eddie hyatt he said that facing such drought and bleak conditions, Bradford called the Plymouth settlement to a day of humiliation and prayer. And by humiliation, he meant a recognition and repentance for the human tendency to trust in one's own human strength and ability rather than in God, mm. which is uh, a loaded sentence, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, Bradford, I think it was Bradford who said, for all the morning and the greatest part of the day and so actually before I, before i say that um i think it's best to understand that they had experienced a year of just unbearable heat there was no okay. rain it was it was just a, a really like a year of drought it so was, because of the no drought and no that means like they didn't really have food right yeah and so he said that for all the morning and the greatest part of the day it was clear weather and very hot, and not a cloud or any sign of rain to be seen. Yet towards, toward evening, it began to overcast, and shortly after to rain with such sweet and gentle showers as gave them cause of rejoicing and blessing God. That's amazing. Right? And so it's so remarkable to me that the pilgrims chose specifically to thank God after the hard times. And, you know, I actually I think that there's a very important uh, message there, you know being thankful also helps us right and then moving on from that they didn't really have thanksgiving like on a regular schedule so to speak right people would call them to a national day of thanksgiving when they when there was something for them to i guess like they really wanted to celebrate or even if there had been like a specific time they would gather together and have a special day of thanksgiving but this wasn't every year and uh it never became like an official thing until November 26th or until George Washington decided to name November 26th, 1789 as the specific day of Thanksgiving. And he said, now, therefore, I do recommend and assign Thursday, the 26th of November uh, to be next to be devoted by the people of these states to the service of that great and glorious being who is the beneficent author of all that good, the good that was, that is, or that will be, that we may then all unite in rendering unto him our sincere and humble thanks for his kind care and protection of the people of this country. Praise God. Right? And so then after that, Abraham Lincoln moved it to the last Thursday, um, and he said, I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. Um, So yeah, you can see by both of these guys that Thanksgiving really was a day of thanks to God. And then finally... All throughout history? Right, yeah, all throughout history. It started as a day to celebrate God and it never changed. And then finally, uh, President Roosevelt 
decided to change it to the fourth Thursday. Uh, uh, um, uh, it's like they all wanted to have their own mark. They're like, right? no, <laughs> yeah. I want to be remembered for this. Right. And so, yeah, he changed it to the fourth Thursday on December 26th, 1941. And it's been that way ever since. Fascinating. Uh, so then now that we know the history of Thanksgiving, do we have any scriptural references to back this up? Like what, why is Thanksgiving a biblical holiday? Well, the Bible says a lot about Thanksgiving and even just doing a quick search. What does the Bible say about giving thanks? So what does the Bible say about Thanksgiving? You turn up a ton of verses. I know I was going to I was going to I mentally slap myself after saying like, (laughs) what's biblical about Thanksgiving? That's basically the entirety of Christianity. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, like even just the Psalms, it's like there's a whole category Psalms of Thanksgiving. Right. And so, I mean. I, I just have a sampling of verses. It teaches us different things about Thanksgiving, too, in each verse. And often when the Bible speaks about thankfulness, we are told to give thanks no matter the circumstance, no matter the reason, because of Christ, we have a lot to be grateful for. Um, Amen. So First Thessalonians 5.18, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Um, actually, this reminds me, this, this particular verse in Thanksgiving reminds me of a story from The Hiding Place about Thanksgiving. Which is Corrie ten Boom's yeah. book. Yeah, which is Corrie ten Boom's book. Thanks, thanks for <laughs> uh, saying that. Such a good book. Yes. Yeah. So she and her sister Betsy learned to thank God in incredibly difficult cir- mm. circumstances. They were in the Nazi concentration camp known as Ravensbrück. Um and Corey and Betsy were trying to sleep when all of a sudden Corey felt a pinch. And they soon discovered the place was swarming with fleas. Nope. And despairing, nope. Corey wailed, how can we live in such a place? And Betsy just responded with, show us how. And it took Corey a moment to realize she was praying. And eventually, they were directed to 1 Thessalonians 5, 14 through 18, which ends with, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And together they set about thanking God for everything they could, um, including the fleas. <laughs> because and I know Corey was very upset yeah, about she that. Was like, but he's like, there we is need to pray no about, way God praise can make God me for the fleas. And Corey's like, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Corey was like, there's no way the Lord can make me thankful for fleas. But um, he who sits in the heavens shall laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because a little bit later, Betsy came to her sister just grinning and was like, hey, you know why we've always wondered why we had so much freedom in that big room? She's like, it's because of the fleas. The guards won't come in here because they're afraid of the fleas. So in a way, those fleas were protecting them. And it just... That's it, amazing. Yeah, Thanksgiving. It, I mean, it just goes to show God uses every circumstance for good. And giving thanks, I mean, it. God designed it so that it lives our attitudes psalm 107 1 oh give thanks to the lord for he is good for his steadfast love endures forever we're shown that thanksgiving is a form of praise mm-hmm. thanking god for who he is is a way to praise him ephesians 5 19 through 20 addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and making melody to the lord with your heart giving thanks always and for everything to god the father in the name of our lord jesus christ Colossians 3, 15 through 17, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, 
teaching, admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness, with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Mm-hmm. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. These two verses kind of talk about using thanksgiving as a form of worship. Right. Worship to the Lord. It's kind of like guidelines. If you're down, do this, this, and this. Right. And and the end of that verse, and everything you do, giving thanks to the Lord, reminds me, it's, it's like different aspects of life, sort of. But it does remind me of Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Giving thanks is part of what makes us less anxious by taking our minds off ourselves and on to something else and thinking about all of the good God has given us. Yeah, quick an- anecdote there. Uh, that Those specific passages were given to me by um, my my soul sister, uh, Katie. I'd shout out to her. Uh, during 2020, my little brother Owen was in the hospital almost nonstop. And she sent me Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Uh, the first time he was in the hospital when we had no idea whether he would survive even that first day. And those were the verses I clung to for the nine days that he was in there. And they powered me through that. Honestly, if I didn't have that outlook of you have to be grateful in all circumstances, especially Psalm 34, where it's like, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will be continually in my mouth. Um, that I'm so glad that she sent that to me in the beginning of that because throughout the next six hospital stays that Owen had throughout the rest of the year, I was able to cling to those truths mm-hmm. and recognize that God is sovereign throughout it all. And it really did change my perspective. That's a beautiful testimony. That really is. It, yeah, that's amazing. And it shows how like we're called to Thanksgiving. And yes, part of it is that God does deserve our thanks. Part of it is that he does deserve our glory, but it's also partly that that's what's best for us right absolutely the comfort it gave you during that difficult season is something that everybody who knows god can experience in their difficult seasons partially by giving thanks but also partially by uh just submitting to his will yeah Yeah. like you look at paul and some of the disciples who were in prison and one of their ways to give thanks was just to sing yeah just to that's a great God. point, Bryn. They would be sitting in prison being, thanks be to the Lord that his word is still being spread despite I'm in here. Right. Yeah. And there's there was another anecdote where, um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Scott and Janet Willis, uh, mm. but they were a Christian couple. He is the pastor of Parkwood Baptist Church in Illinois, and they had three kids when early on in their marriage. And then there was, I think, like there's like a nine year gap and they had six kids after that. And they were all traveling together and the kids ranged from like 13 to like six months old and they were traveling together and they hit something on the road where it caused the entire car to go up in flames. And only Scott and his wife were able to make it out alive. And all six of their kids, um, they were in that burning vehicle and like the uh, paramedics were trying to get them out and um, they were being pushed into separate ambulances like all the kids were and like the parents were and uh scott called out to his wife as they were like being taken put in different different uh, vehicles he just yelled out to her psalm 34 
and she was shut and she's like you know her her mind was like all over the place she couldn't process she's like what's psalm 34 what's psalm 34 and then the words came to her and she just sat in the ambulance and just kept saying over and over again i will bless the lord at all times his praise will be continually in my mouth my soul will make its boast in the lord the humble will hear it and rejoice and i thought that was just such a powerful testimony of like the power of thanksgiving that she was able to maintain her sanity in order like throughout that awful travesty of a day she was able to cling to the goodness of god through the power of thanksgiving Mm. yeah that's That's very powerful what were their names again scott and janet willis wow yeah wow yeah um yeah and that story just illustrates um it illustrates that even in times that are just so horrific there's still for believers a lot to be thankful for just because of what christ did for us i mean you see in like hebrews 12 28 therefore let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken Mm. i mean we should be grateful for our salvation in romans 7 when he's talking about the battle between flesh and spirit who will deliver me from this body of death thanks be to god through jesus christ my Mm -hmm. lord and so even those really horrid circumstances we have things to give thanks to god for and to cling to because nothing can separate us from his love praise god praise god for that so with all of that in mind you know the history the rich history of thanksgiving and the, the the biblical um goodness of thanksgiving why is it such a skipped over holiday in america because if you think about it black friday is like put right on top of thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and as soon as halloween is over it all of a sudden jumps to christmas like third november doesn't exist like turkey day doesn't exist well when i attended um college actually at a university Um, Thanksgiving was really looked down upon because it's considered a racist holiday. Why is that? um, This is the first time hearing about this. Yeah, Thanksgiving is considered racist because it broadcasts the oppression of white people against um, Native Americans. Which is really interesting that you say that. Right, because of the history that you just said that Mm -hmm. showed that it was their treaty. Right, that the Europeans that came over, which I... I mean, they're European. They're not like white people. Like white yeah. people encapsulates a lot of different ethnicities. Yeah. Um, but the Europeans that came over were actually in harmony for a long time yeah. Yeah. with the Indian tribes that were around them. So historically, that's inaccurate. But that is the reason that, at least in the past couple of years, that Thanksgiving is really frowned. Really, yeah. I think yeah. that that's another reason um, is people especially in this culture now, are so focused on themselves, they don't want to give thanks for things. They're so focused on this is what I want, do the best for yourself, all this stuff, focus on you. And I think they don't focus on giving thanks to people and to God for the gifts. That's that's the irony of Black Friday being right after Thanksgiving. It's like we're being thankful for what we have, and then two hours later we're going to turn around and trample people to death to get things that we want. To get more things. Right. I, I guess black friday being scheduled like right after thanksgiving would just go to show i guess there's an encroach upon thanksgiving yeah and i think another reason why there would be an encroach upon thanksgiving is because 
the very nature of thanksgiving is a religious holiday like for christmas yeah, you can kind absolutely. of make it you can make it about commercial Santa yeah. and gifts and i mean there's debate over whether or not christmas was even started as a christian holiday or whether or not it was based off of winter souls or whatever mm. so so like it's very easy for secularists to turn christmas into a secular holiday or easter you can make that about the easter bunny um halloween i mean Y- that was pretty really selfish. Happy, <laughs> happy, happy death day. Right. But Thanksgiving, it's like, well, who are you thanking? There's only so selfish you can be on a day devoted to give thanks and to put yeah. the attention off of yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, because it, it's, it's in its very nature, it would have to be a religious holiday because who are you thanking? Why are right. you giving thanks? Absolutely. And there's so much to be grateful for. And there's so many benefits of Thanksgiving. Uh, Kana, you referenced First Thessalonians 5.18, which says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So first and foremost, believers especially need to be thankful because it's God's will. All throughout Scripture, believers are commanded to have thankful attitudes. For example, Ephesians 5.20 says, Giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. First Samuel 12.24, Only fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. For consider what great things he has done for you. So first of all, the benefit, I guess you would say, of having a thankful attitude is that it shows a godly spirit and a willingness to obey the Lord's commands. Yeah. And God blesses obedience, as seen in Romans 2.13. And obedience shows that we actually love God, which is found in John 14.15. Um, as it relates to the physiological and psychological benefits of practicing gratitude, Healthline, which is a very popular um, health and wellness Um, online magazine lists four benefits of gratitude that include the boosting of the immune system, improvement of mental health due to mood boost, improvement of relationships, and an increase of an optimistic spirit. Not only does practicing gratitude play a part in your sanctification through obedience to God's word, but it also greatly improves one's quality of life in in everyday life with our relationships with people. So it's very fascinating to see our culture of the day that's very self-focused and you look at their mental health, mm-hmm. so to speak, and you see how downcast, I guess, right. and depressed I mean, everybody isn't is. Isn't it that our generation is struggling the most with anxiety and depression? Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. When you focus on yourself all the time, you focus on all the ways you're not perfect and all the ways you don't meet the world standards in every single way that maybe like... Or even you just... Or every single way you don't or every single imperfection you have. Right. And when you just focus on that, it just... Well, of course you're going to be down. just focusing yeah. on how you don't measure up. It would be focusing on the things around you that aren't going the way you want them to. Absolutely. That goes along with Ali Bestucki's book, um, The Toxic Culture of Self-Love. Um, and it's really interesting in her book, she goes into what are what is plaguing our generation and it really is this self-love culture of putting you first and you can't love others if you don't love yourself first we're seeing the effects of the self-love culture even today we saw it in the elections yeah with abortion and transgender on the rise continually on the rise of putting ourselves and what we want our feelings above god's word and at the base of that comes with a grateful attitude exactly i also really like what bryn said earlier about the selfishness of people and how that ties in to not wanting to give thanks and so uh, romans 121 says that although they knew god they did not honor him as god or give thanks to him 
but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened and that entire chapter romans 1 goes on to talk about all of the different ways that um, our society really fails and it's interesting this was written what two thousand years ago mm-hmm. and it's so 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 important for today and so it, applicable. It, right and it like you read romans one it fits like a glove to today's mm-hmm. culture and so ultimately we do not want to become people that cease to thank him for the many good things that he's given us even in the midst of our hard times just like right. those pilgrims did mm-hmm. i mean we don't want to be people who know god yet don't thank him i love that you said Romans 1, Eliana. I think that really sums up what we were talking about very fully because not giving thanks to God, they went after what they wanted to go after. And that's what we see our culture doing. So this Thanksgiving, let us especially focus on making sure that we know who we're giving thanks to, number one, and giving thanks to him. Mm. Um With that, I think that kind of wraps up our episode for today. So until we meet again, let us all firmly rely on the protection of divine providence. Let us give thanks to him throughout not only November, but December and the rest of the year and every single day. And as Psalm 111 says, let us always continually praise the Lord. Let's praise him with our whole hearts and in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. So when you're having your Thanksgiving meal with your family and friends, make sure that you're praising him in that assembly. So, so next time, this is self-evident.